0: You like D&D, Audrey Hepburn, Fangoria, Harry Houdini, and croquet. You can't swim, you can't dance, and you don't know karate. Face it, you're never going to make it.
1: I don't want to make it. I just want to make it. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Pop Culture Collective. It's me, it's me, it's JCB, and I am back again from an awesome vacation with Lady Bones, working on my killer tan last week down at the beach, wearing my salmon-colored shorts and my turquoise-colored button-down shirts and my straw hats. I was ready to go last week, but we are back to reality, back to life. I am here with my goodest of good brothers. Let's give it up for the host of Getting Grilled, Mr. John Grill. John, good to Hello. see you, my man. Good to see you, too, man. Good to see you, too. You uh, you were dressing like a, a regular Chad, man. Oh, man. I, I was... Dude, you should have seen the outfits I had last week. I, I was ready for the beach. I was ready. I felt like I was really set for the summer. Do you remember the web, growing up the website collegehumor.com? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Do you
0: remember the they had a skit uh, called "Pro Rape," and the dude was in salmon-colored shorts, and uh, he always walked around with a backpack full of uh, was a GameCube and uh, you know some other toys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yep. these. Yep. yep. That's yep. awesome.
1: Don't be Chad. <laughs> don't be Chad. Oh, don't be Chad. That 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 should be a T-shirt now. Don't be Chad. Oh <laughs> shit. So. Yeah. Anyway, Karen. Uh, oh, yeah, we're not going to get into that right now. Karen's going to come out next week when, when, when Dan decides to join us again. But inconspicuous by his absence is uh, Dan Haas. You know, we are in the wake still of Tropical Storm ICA, or however the hell you want to say it. Uh, Dan has still been without power uh, or without Wi Fi for a couple days, as is most of the East Coast. You know, let's, let's start off, man. Let's talk about that. How did this tropical storm affect you? You know, crazy enough, um, I live right right on the bay here in New Jersey.
0: And uh, we thought it was going to be pretty bad. We didn't get a lot of rain. It was just a lot of wind. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of down branches and trees. Uh, we had, not, not luckily, you know, not in my yard. Um, but we did have some neighbors lose some pretty big trees, crush a car, uh, a couple big trees on houses and stuff. Um, luckily... From what I saw, not as much flooding as they predicted, mm-hmm. which is really good. And it seems like my area kind of went, went through it a little easier than a lot of other areas. I mean, there's still people around here uh, in my part of New Jersey without power. They're saying it's not coming back for, you know, another week, yep. which is just insane to think about. You know, and this is – I'm not complaining about the power company at all because natural disasters happen. Right. But, um, you know, you would have thought, you know, after Sandy – however long it was ago that we'd be prepared for something like this, but how do you, pre- and that's what people are saying, but how do you prepare for something like this? Every storm is different. Everyone has its own set of challenges and, you know, people are complaining that how there's nothing you can do about it. So, right. you know, you just
1: got to roll, roll with the punches or something like that. Right. Um, yeah. But you, know, you, you, you mentioned Sandy and they are saying this is the biggest blackout since Hurricane hurricane Sandy, which was what eight years ago, back in 2012, like right? Yeah. So, uh, it is unfortunate. I, dude, I don't know if, if you were out that day during the storm, but I drove in that storm because I went up to work that day in the morning to make sure all of our audio gear was safe and uh, oh, it, raised off the floor. I was there for uh-huh. less than an hour. I was like, you know what? I got to get the hell out of here. I got to go back to Amanda's. Hop in the car. As soon as I hit Route 287, the friggin' skies open. Oh, man. And. Talk about oh, man. dude. I, I grabbed I grabbed my wheel with both hands. I'm usually a one-hand driver. I grabbed yep. with both hands, yep. right lane, hazards on, and I took my time. I was driving Miss Daisy. The scary <laughs> the scariest part, dude, was as I'm driving, everyone hits their brace because there was a tree that was all already down, yeah. covering about two and a half lanes of 287. Yeah. <clears throat> and then out in the distance, I watch a tree come right down and just cover 287 yeah that was the scary if i was like only a few minutes ahead i could have been under that tree and that's what was really scary man that's crazy to think about that's
0: really yeah. crazy to think about yeah. you know what's crazy about you know stuff like this is i was gonna go out and run some errands because it was calm like it was it was fine but mm-hmm. excuse me we're recording in the morning today so uh, i'm a little tired um you know that that had just picked up i was like yeah i'm not going anywhere but um yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I, I'm infatuated by weather. You know, I have a small weather station here at the house and stuff like that. I'm a gadget guy, you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know, I always look at storms and storm tracks, and you ever think about how far these things travel? You know, most hurricanes, like, well, a lot of them, you know, start off the coast of Africa. Some of them, you know, come from the Gulf, but it's just crazy to think about how long these storms last. Right. And they're right. saying this year is not going to be
1: a good one. We're no. going to get a lot of name storms. Oh, yeah. But can so. we at least have more names that are easier to say than ICAS?
0: Yeah, I don't know where this name came from. I know, I, I know they have a list. All. What? I don't know where that name comes from at all. There's, there's a name database somewhere. I, I don't know exactly where, but they have like a name database.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it, it really sucked that day because after I, I, I finally got back, Uh, got back to Amanda's. I literally set up shop to work from home and no more than 10 minutes later, we lost power. Uh, And this was out West. This is over in Branchburg, out Mm -hmm. West Jersey. Uh, We were without power there for about 48 hours. And what sucks too is all the water there is well water. So if there's no power, you're pretty much without water as well. So we pretty much used our last few flushes, our last few uh runnings of the faucet and then that was it for the water yep for uh for a few for for quite some time but luckily they were expected to not get power back over there until the 11th but luckily it came back after two days so things are all good to go over there but you know dan dj maddie g dusty date everyone you know has been without power or internet for a few days yeah a lot of people things are getting back yeah so but overall man 2.2 million homes and businesses have n- had no electrical power That's uh, just because crazy. of the storm. And according to CNN, uh, there was a tally from poweroutage.us. The outages were concentrated in the tri-state area. As of Wednesday evening, power was out from more than 687,000 customers in Jersey, 634,000 in New York, and 678,000 in Connecticut. Wow. And all the outages stretched from Maine to North Carolina. So it, it, the East Coast got hit really friggin' hard with uh, with this tropical storm. And again, this storm was uh, – it's hard to compare it to Hurricane Sandy because Sandy lasted no. a few days. This was a yeah. few hours. Yeah. And it only took this storm a few hours to wipe everything out. But you said it too, man, down trees, down power lines. I was watching the news yesterday, man. This poor woman was at a traffic light and a friggin' tree fell right on top of her and, and killed her. You know, oh, my so God. There, there was unfor- some unfortunate deaths and a lot of serious damages uh, all over the East Coast. So anyone out there listening to this, if you are still without power, you know, I hope wish you guys the best. Hope you guys are all doing well and staying safe. Uh, it's, it's just one more thing to add to this shitty year of 2020. So let's go back to the name real quick okay. before we get into the
0: shitty year of 2020. <laughs> sure. So there's a rotating bank of names. Okay. So the list of names for this year uh, are the same as the 2014 season. Exact same. Okay. None of them had been, uh, none of them had been retired. Um, so Isaiah took the, uh, the name of Ike in 2008.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause Ike was a big hurricane cause and Ike was retired Mm-hmm. Uh, so it went unused in, in 2014 and we've already had enough storms here that we've gone to eye. So the next one will be Josephine, Kyle, Laura, Marco, Nana, Omar, Paulette, Renee, Sally, Teddy, Vicky, Wilfred, if we get that far. And then of course they go alpha beta, and wow. all that stuff. Um, you know, what's crazy is we had two storms, two hurricanes, you know, developed before hurricane season, which starts June 1st. Mm-hmm. You no know, one was really early this year, May 16th. That was Tropical Storm Arthur. We had another one, Bertha. And these are all just Atlantic names. This is just the Atlantic. I'm not even talking Pacific right. or, you know, um, in, in East. But uh, it's crazy to think about this. We've already had this many storms. I am so sorry. Oh, and we have another one. Tropical Depression 10. Tropical Depression 10, if it intensifies, will become Josephine. Has there been a Tropical Storm or Hurricane Karen? I remember there being a Karen. I don't know when that's been used or not. Hmm. Uh, So, yeah, actually, Hannah and IZS have been the only ones that have been Hurricanes. The others have been Tropical Storm. 10 is a Tropical Depression, and looking at the info here, it looks like it has already stopped maintaining intensity. Yep, it's done. Okay, So – Okay, good, the good. next one I guess will become Josephine whatever
1: it is. So let 2020 man what a year. It has been a hell of a year. I mean obviously the the biggest impact it's had on the world was the pandemic and the coronavirus. And slowly the world was trying to reopen again and one of the big things that we were trying to reopen was getting back into sports, you know. You yeah. had you had NASCAR, you had um, Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball, uh NHL, NFL now was trying to get back into it. But people are hitting some roadblocks I mean you and Dan have spoken about NASCAR and MLS but right now in the news MLB and NFL have hit a couple of roadblocks NFL is starting to get trying to get back into the season uh, but uh, this past Thursday was the cutoff day for uh, any of the players or employees to back out of the season you know due to any kind of covid um, covid uh, Pretty much questioning their, their their part in the season because of the coronavirus. Yep. So, as of right now, fifty six players have tested positive. Which, again, uh, you know, if Dan was here, he'd say the same thing. Fifty six players in the big picture isn't Not a lot. lot, but when you have a lot of those players coming from one team, it does have an impact. Uh, now, there's no guarantee that that number won't change. And it could also change in a hurry since they are going through a lot of the medical testing right now. Uh, But as of right now, according to the reports that I've seen, there have been 66 total players outside of those 56 who tested positive that opted out of the season. So, yes, big picture 56 is not a lot, but
0: those 56 came in contact with other people, that 56 Mm -hmm. number is going to grow. Right. I want to touch on these people, you know, you know, you have Johannes Cespedis who decided during the middle of a game, he didn't show up for an August second game. Mm-hmm. He just decided he didn't show up. He didn't report. And then his agent, not even him, his agent reports that he's going to opt out for the season. Right. Uh, because of the pandemic uh, pretty much ending his tenure with the Mets. He is a free agent after this year. And I'm, I'm sure after this, the Mets are going to say, see you bye. Right. I think we're done with him, but I, I don't know. I don't know where to go with this. NASCAR still got it right, you know. Right, and um, you know there there are teams there. You know their the, the, their pit teams have to train and drivers have to train, so they're around people. I, I just don't understand why you know these other people. You just if you're you're getting paid to play a sport, you can deal with it for a couple months, guys. You don't have right. to go out all the time. <clears throat> Well, I, uh, I have a feeling uh, baseball, if this continues, is either going to cancel mm-hmm. take, and take a loss or they're either going to put together like four to six all-star teams of people that want to play, do like a round-robin tournament and call it a day or, right. you know, cancel and just do like a short – just a playoff season, mm-hmm. which the bets will win and have an asterisk next to their name because that's what happens. Right. <laughs> um, basketball is going through the same thing. Hockey seems to be doing
1: okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, it's just – it sucks. It really yeah, does. It really does. So uh, right now, NFL, is, it's up in the air on what's going to happen with the season. Uh, like I said, 66 people opted out. 56 people tested positive. Uh, a lot of the players are, think that they should have been given more time to make a decision – Mm -hmm. Uh, which uh, let me see who was it that was interviewed. It was uh, Detroit lions linebacker, Jamie Collins told the media that, you know, they should have gotten more time to make a decision. And because there wasn't enough time, there's going to be problems down the road, which would lead to more, more men wanting out of the season. Once the season starts. Yep. But now let's talk about MLB MLB. A lot of the players haven't really helped themselves. Uh, So MLB is actually revising a lot of their, their protocols and safety guidelines for the season. There are there's a lot of bullet points here and they're actually interesting. I want to go down these bullet points real quick. So most of them are are pretty standard to how we're all staying safe during the pandemic. Uh, Players and staff wear face coverings at all times, including in the dugout and the clubhouse, with the exception of the players that are on the field. This includes all coaches on the field and every member of the umpiring crew. They must also wear face coverings at all times in the hotel and at public places on the road. Mm -hmm. Another one. Clubs are now required to reduce the size of their traveling parties to only personnel who are absolutely essential to playing games. The compliance officers must certify that every member of the traveling party served an essential function on the road trip. Um, Staff and players are strictly prohibited from meeting in hotel rooms while on the road, including to share food and may not gather in any public areas of the hotel without permission from the team's compliance officer. Each team will make at least one private large room in the hotel with food and other amenities that is configured to allow for social distancing. Yet while eating and drinking, individuals are discouraged from talking to one another or even facing one another. Wow. It's solitary confinement. That's what it it comes down to. Yeah. It's solitary confinement. And these rules have to be abided by, by these grown ass men. And it's yes. I mean, you have to stay safe and they're taking this because of the everyone's health and safety, but this is only gonna be able to go so far, man. I agree. There's even some more you got on road trips. Clubs must provide a minimum of four buses with a fully unoccupied row in between players and staff members while prohibiting side-by-side seating on which, which I think that's a bad thing. Then you have some more room to sit Um, on planes. Players and staff members are prohibited from having more than two individuals in a row and they can't sit across from one another. Oh my God. They also are prohibiting anyone from leaving their seats except to use the laboratory. Players and staff members also must wear surgical masks or the N95 respirators on the plane, prohibiting cloth face coverings. Awesome. Yeah. Eating and drinking are still pro- permitted on planes, but players and staff are prohibited from talking to one another at the same time. You can only talk if your mouth is covered. Any player or staff member must notify their compliance officer if they intend to leave the hotel on the road. The officer will decide whether their planned trip outside the hotel complies with a manual and the club's code of conduct. There's three more bullet points. All clubs now are required to provide outdoor covered spaces for all visiting players and staff members to sit whenever possible. Players and players are players and players are also encouraged to eat outdoors instead of the clubhouse guys. This is just, I know. Okay. okay, I get it. You're getting paid to play a game, but (laughs) it's ridiculous. But the reason these are all getting, I mean, I'm not going to go to the the last couple uh, bullet points at this point. You got to get the gist of it. But according to what I'm reading here, this is all because of some players who were just not abiding by the, by the safety protocols and by the rules, which is forcing them Forcing Major MLB to enforce the, these new rules. I mean, it takes one bad seat to ruin it for everyone else, right? So, because yep. uh, according to this, there has been some scheduling havoc caused by 33 members of the Marlins and the Cardinals, uh, some who have tested positive for COVID 19, and now they're hiring s- specific officials to monitor clubhouses and team hotels to ensure there are no more violations. What the violations are, I have not seen or heard of what those specific violations are probably lack of social distancing and partying in rooms and shit like that, which is, again, that's just absolute ignorance and stupidity when everyone knows what is going on in the world. So, uh, Hey, I I think it was a good attempt to uh, bring sports back to, back to our everyday life, even for the players to, you know, get back to work and also for the fans to actually be able to put the TV on and watch some live sports. But Things don't look very uh, very promising for the immediate future, so we'll have to wait nope. and see what happens now. Um, so that's everything going on in sports, man. Anything else you've heard on your end from uh, any of these any of these promotions? No, not at all. I, every, basically, everything you read is is what I've seen. I, you know, it's it's just
0: it's super strict, and if they want to play, do it. I, you know, and yeah. I I kind of see why
1: Cespedes. Doesn't want to play. (laughs) I hate to say, but but again, the way he went about it was very unprofessional. Like if you want to go, so unprofessional. Speak up. Make a phone call. You know, don't not show up to the game and then have them contact your agent. Your agent contact them after they are halfway through the game. You say, oh, by the way, he's opting out. You know, and I I have contacts
0: with with people that work and play for the Mets, and they say that yo, he's just he's a tough one to get along with. And if you're Mm -hmm. his friend, you're his friend, but. A lot of people are are just – it's not who he is. Right, right. So, man, 2020. You know what else is rough in 2020? What is that? At least not for me. Maybe for you. Is – well, for me, but just not for this particular product. Is when a new product is released and you can't get it because supply chains are so messed up. Mm Mm-hmm. Bones, we have a lot of friends right now who are trying to collect uh, figures. They're trying mm-hmm. to scratch their their wrestling figure itch, and it's just very tough because no one can get stuff in stock. Um, for those of you who don't know, AEW finally released some of their wrestling figures, mm-hmm. and
1: uh, they've been really hard to get ahead there. It's been really hard to get them. Yeah. I, I believe the, fir- uh, the series is called the Unhinged series. So the first series that just was released uh, consists of. Matt and Nick Jackson, Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, and Kenny Omega are the first six. That also includes an AEW ring and the AEW heavyweight championship. So, you know, I, I get it. it. It's cool that they released these figures.
0: I, what I don't like, and I'm not talking about our friends, but guys, it's, it's just really hard right now. Like, yeah. It's not Walmart's fault. It's, it's just hard to get products out to places now. Mm -hmm. you know i um you know i need parts i race rc cars it's really hard to get parts right i need stuff for my 3d printer if i can't make the part very hard to get Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's uh i get it and i I feel for these people not all of us are matt cardona who can i don't know how he
1: finds them but he Uh, does he, he has him and brian myers have to have an in because they are able to get everything all the time. I think when the companies make the figures. Oh, it's unrivaled. It's unrivaled. It's unrivaled. I mean, unhinged, unrivaled. Okay. But, um, but yeah, no, I, mean, I, I totally agree. Because, I mean, there's some of these new figures. I would love to have these collectibles, you know. I would love to have them and keep them in the package and then one day get them autographed. But, dude, every time I go to Target or Walmart, I have to walk down the toy aisle just to see what they have. And I do too. Same. For Transformers and Legos, not, not wrestling mm-hmm. figures. But. Right. I, I look and it's always the same wrestling figure. You always see your AJ Styles. You always see Roman Reigns, The Miz. Uh, you might see Carmella. And usually you see, uh, wait, Miz, Roman, Finn Balor. Oh, and, <laughs> and Finn Balor. Miz, They're Roman, not even Finn Balor, on. AJ. And Carmella.
0: They're not even on, like, I'm on Walmart's website and they're not even on there. They're
1: not even there. Did you see the picture that that, that uh, Jeff sent us this morning? Yeah. Where he's in Walmart and it was just an empty shelf. Yep. All empty hooks, nothing on there. It's great. Yep. Oh, here's AEW action figures launched slightly
0: delayed. I'm, you know, there's just yeah. a lot of things going on. Guys, in the middle of pandemic, you just yeah. got to figure it out. You know, like, if you can't get yeah. them right away, you'll find them. Yeah. Or you can upcharge and. Or get them upcharged from somewhere else, like right. uh,
1: ringside. Yeah, because I think or, they're selling them. Or if if you want them that bad, you know, maybe you should have hopped on the on the on the wagon sooner and pre order, and that way you were guaranteed to get them when they were released. You know, yeah. before they even hit the store, they get sent right to you. But again. I'm not much of a, a collectible guy. I have a lot of stuff that I keep in the packages, which is put away in my closet for right now. Yep. Uh, but, I, I mean, I mean, you remember when I was in my old, before I moved, I had a whole collection of Funko Pops too, man. Yeah. But because I don't have the space for it right now, I kind of stopped collecting them until I have the space to display them again. Um, it, but, you know, on the same topic, you know, I want to talk about uh, an, uh, something else that is good in 2020 is some new TV shows coming out. Oh, let's uh, talk. I, I want to talk about the Umbrella Academy. But before we get into the show itself, I don't know if you've seen the show or you know a lot about the story. But part of the story is um, in in their house is they have um, the father, Sir, R- Sir Reginald Hargreaves has Mm -hmm. this glass showcase that has actual figurines of each of the members of the Academy. Oh, no way. Those figurines are actually available for sale and to purchase. And I, that's just an awesome looking display. You know, it's this glass display with all their figurines in it. If you go online, first of all, it's not that hard to find, but I'm not about to drop 600 to $900 for six action figures and a glass display. Now you want to talk about? I could find it. But I don't want to drop that kind of money in the middle of a frigging pandemic right now on action figures. Now you listen, know? I get it. I, and I, I collect Transformers. And, you know,
0: I, I build models and you know model railroads and stuff. And some of the stuff gets expensive. Mm-hmm. But there is a limit to what I will pay. Right for a figure, you know. Like, I, and I've spent, I've spent a hundred dollars on a figure. But once you start getting into those thousands,
1: right. I can't do it, guys. That, yeah, I'm the same way. It's like even before the AEW figures were announced, we already know who's going to be in the second lineup uh, of the AEW. what did you say it was? Called? Unhinged. It's called unrivaled. Unrivaled. I'm sorry, unrivaled. The second unrivaled series is going to include guys like 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 Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. But uh-huh. if you go, if you go back and find their original Lucha Libre action figures, those are nice. I. I don't feel right spending like 50 bucks on an action figure. You know, I'd rather wait for the AEWs to come out and maybe spend 20 bucks on an action figure. Yeah. You know, I'm also the same way. It depends on how much I want to spend, but so that's kind of where I'm at with the umbrella. kind. But let's talk about the umbrella Academy. So let's. So again, this is really good because over the past week, they just released the second season on Netflix, It's the Netflix original for those listeners who don't know. Uh, you know, as everyone knows right now, Johnny and I are both musicians in the local New Jersey scene, but also another famous band called My Chemical Romance comes from the New Jersey scene and lead singer Gerard Way is the writer and creator of the Umbrella Academy. So the Umbrella Academy is, uh, the brainchild of Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance, which I don't know if many people knew that the, uh. I first was was introduced to Umbrella Academy when Netflix released it uh, back at the beginning of 2019. So last year, mm-hmm. uh, I binge watched the whole first season. Definitely got me hooked. It's a very different. Uh, it's very different from like any other superhero movies that you've seen out there. It has a really really good story. It's pretty much based around these seven children. So the premise of the story is on the same day, at the same time in the same year, multiple women all of a sudden became pregnant and had babies. But the, but the twist is none of these women were pregnant prior to having the baby. What? Just at the same moment in time, they all became pregnant and all had, all had babies. I think it was a total of 43 women, but within this. So the, the father of the family, Sir Reginald Hargreaves went out and purchased seven of these children who ended up being very special. Bought children. He, he bought the children, and these seven children were very special in terms of their abilities and their powers. You know, whether it be super strength, whether it be uh, being able to speak to to the dead, or things like that. So in the comics, they all have specific names. Where the uh, the kids are called the Kraken, the Rumor, the Seance, the Boy, the Horror. Uh, space Boy or the White Violin in the TV show, they're all called by their names: Luther, Diego, um, uh, Klaus, Vanya, Ben, Allison, and Number Five. Look at you! <clears throat> uh, I'm very big into the Umbrella. It was very, very good. A uh, very good first season. I'm also binge watching it again right now before I watch the second season. So the way the premise of it is the father. He all he named them all numbers one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, they all had their names. Uh, in the show, they don't have their comic book names. Like I said, the Kraken, Space Boy, Seance, they're not considered that, referred to that those names in the show. Okay. In the comics, they were. Uh, but the premise of the first season is Reginald Hargreaves dies. So all the kids who have left the house come back for the funeral. And all of a sudden, a lot, a, lot of, a lot more of the story unfolds where how did, the, how did their father die? Was he killed? You know, who killed him? <clears throat> and then another side story comes out where it's going to be the end of the world. The apocalypse comes out in a few days. So that's the premise. I don't want to give away too much of the story for anyone who still wants to go and watch it now because it is available on Netflix. Um, but Gerard Way has written four full volumes of, uh, of The Umbrella Academy. So the first volume, which is what the first season is based off of, is called The Apocalypse Suite. All right. All right. Which uh, I don't know exactly how many comics were in that series, uh, but you could find it in a graphic novel version as well. And then his second volume is called Dallas. Third volume is called Hotel Oblivion. And the fourth volume, which I think is coming out in 2020, is going to be called Sparrow Academy. Uh, And each of these volumes is what they're basing the Netflix series off of. So I believe the second series season that just came out a week ago is going to be based on the second volume, which is called Dallas. So I think I have to start watching this. It's got um, it's kind of got some like X-Men vibes to it, huh? It definitely does. Uh, Let's go through them. So you have Space Boy, who is is, his name is Luther. Luther is uh, very he's a very big, muscular guy. But something happens in the story where he gets some kind of serum put into him and he has kind of like a transformation, kind of like Beast uh, from the X-Men, but oh. not. he doesn't like change color, but he becomes very, very big and hairy and muscular. Okay. Then, you have, uh, then you have Klaus, who was known as the seance in the comics. Klaus can speak to the dead. Oh, I they- thought he was a fish from American Dad. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, I went there. You did go there. Uh, then you have Allison, who is known as the rumor, where her power is she whispers in your ear, I heard a rumor that, and whatever she says becomes reality. Like, I heard a rumor that you shot your friend in the foot. And then the guy will then go ahead and shoot his friend in the foot. What? Yeah. Then you have Diego, who is known in the comics as the Kraken. He is a, he's very good with throwing knives. He He's pretty much like your vigilante um in the story he he went to police academy but ended up failing at a police academy and just kind of became became like kind of like the batman of of the story where he took took out the bad guys for the cops kind of thing okay then you have uh now now you have brother ben Ben is known as the horror Ben is in the he's in the show, but Ben is actually dead. You only see him because Klaus can speak to him because Klaus can speak to the dead. Ben uh, has this power where you never actually see it in the first season, but in the comics, he always, he rips his shirt open and these tentacles come out of his chest. And you see this one scene where he's in this room, you don't actually (laughs) see it happening, but you see these tentacles flying and blood splattering all over the place. And Ben, Ben, as a kid comes out covered in blood. The what? way the the way the story goes it seems like Ben may have committed suicide because of these powers. Okay. Again, Ben is still involved because Klaus can speak to him. And then you have uh, then you have number 5. He is refer- he's known as the boy in the comics. Number 5 is a time traveler. He has been missing for 17 years because he he went into the future but then wasn't able to come back. So he went into the future He's like in his 60s. Uh, he has his, his whole, whole side story, which you'll learn about in the first season as well, but then makes his way back after the father dies. And he's the one who, who sees the apocalypse. Okay. Is, hence the, the name, the Apocalypse Suite of the first volume. And then you have Vanya. Vanya is the one who was told all her life she is not special. She, she is number seven out of all the children. Number seven was never included with anything that the other the other children were part of because she was not special. As the story unfolds, it turns out that she actually is special. I can't really describe what her superpower is, but in the comics, she is referred to as the white violin. Whenever she plays music or has any kind of emotion, it affects everything around her. That's kind of my best way of, of describing it. You have to go back and see the show actually see how how this all unfolds. I just so, want to let you know that you've convinced me already and i'm I just went on and, and ordered all three of the comic books. <laughs> I actually just added all three of them all to my to my cart on Amazon yesterday. I would like to read before I watch right right uh, um so that is what I' am doing okay Well, you're definitely going to uh, to appreciate it. It's very very well done. I have to give props to uh to Gerard Way, you know, you wouldn't think that, I mean, Hey, it's awesome that he's a comic book fan and this is a, such a great story. And you have to go back and look at some of the comic illustrations of these characters and compare uh-huh. them to how they show them in real life in the TV. Okay. Series. You know, okay. Really, done very, very well. I, you know, these,
0: these are released by dark horse comics and I've always been a fan of dark horse. Um, they, they put out good stuff. Mm-hmm. They, they really do. Um, so this, this is pretty cool. I can't wait to read it. This is just, I'm going to add it to my hundreds of comic books that I have lined up. Mm -hmm. I want to start reading Saga. I want to start reading Why the Last Man. So we'll just put them in the shelf and
1: I'll read them. Just add them to the collection, you know? Uh, But yeah, but for those listeners who have not seen Umbrella Academy, I highly recommend it. Like I said, go back on Netflix, binge watch all of season one, prepare yourself for season two, which is now available on Netflix as well, because that's going to be my next binging. Nice. All of that. So, again, some good things are coming out of 2020. You have some new new TV shows to, to watch. I mean, it might only be 10 to 13 hours of your life, but at least you have 10, 13 hours to forget about what's happening in the world and you have something new to watch, something interesting and fun to watch. Nice. So nice. I like that. And comic books have been doing that for us, man. I've been yeah. reading a lot. Yep. And, and speaking of comics, too, I know the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, is trying to come out with something new as well. A lot of stuff has been pushed back. Yeah, we were supposed to have Black Widow. We were supposed to have Loki. We were supposed to have Winter Soldier and Falcon, but they all got pushed up. But it looks like uh, the the Hawkeye series might be actually coming out. And it looks like uh, when they are, they're getting ready to start recording the fifth Avengers movie. And I was reading an article where it looks like they're going to be adding the Young Avengers to the to the series. And as you saw in. Infinity War and Endgame, Hawkeye was training his daughter. Um, mm-hmm. What was the daughter's name? I, I, you know, I wanna, that's a great I question. Karen. I want to say Karen, but I think mean, that was her how name. funny would that be, right? Uh, but anyway, but in the comics, you know, she, be, she takes on the, the code name of Hawkeye uh, in the Young Avengers, and it looks like she's going to be introduced as one of the newer Avengers in the, the fifth installment of the Avengers movies.
0: Yeah. You know, you know, it's crazy is, you know, the only thing keeping me going right now is agents of shield and we've been watching the last season of agents of shield and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're watching it now. It's, it's actually next week is the, is the last episode. We're a couple episodes behind, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I love the MCU. It needs to keep going. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we get more. Um, you know, there are other shows keep me, I haven't seen the second or third season of the runaways on Hulu, which is really good. We haven't I haven't watched the second season of Cloak and uh Cloak and Dagger yet. And um uh you know, there's there's a whole bunch of other things going on. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it sucks that the main movies, you know, Black Widow and the Eternals are the next ones that definitely got pushed back. And same thing with yeah. Shang-Chi.
1: I think they both got pushed back, especially the Eternals to 2021 sometime now. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's what's going on. See, I'm looking at this now, and the first one to come out TV-wise was
0: supposed to be Falcon and Winter Soldier, since mm-hmm. late 2020. WandaVision and Loki, those are the ones that were supposed to come out first. Yep. But it looks like, yeah, it looks like nothing's coming out right now, which is yeah, a shame.
1: Nothing right now. But I will say um, uh, on Disney Plus, MCU has introduced the Fox versions of uh, the X Men, some of the X Men movies, and also uh, the Fantastic yeah. Four movie. I haven't, I haven't watched them. I, 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 the X Men's are okay. Yeah um they
0: did a a decent job redone Redone.
1: they need to be redone
0: i don't know if they're gonna get redone or we're just gonna start seeing characters in the MCU. i don't think they're gonna redo x-men i think it's there it's set up
1: they have those five five movies six movies um hey johnny i'm sorry man i just lost power for a quick second oh no uh uh but you're good to go you're back in my ears hopefully it doesn't affect the audio so fam i apologize if that cut out for a few seconds Wow. But uh please go back. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. The computer stayed on, but my audio cut out for a hot second. Damn. Damn I damn Isaias. Oh, still happening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that happened or what happened, but because it is raining down here again. I don't know if it's raining over here. Yeah, it's raining by me
0: too. But actually it's dry, but it was raining, which means it's yeah. on its way here. Um so anyways where was i what was i talking about x-men uh oh yeah i don't think America they're gonna re. i don't think they're gonna redo them. what they really need to redo which has never been done right is the fantastic four yes the most you know that's the comic that put marvel over the top in the mm-hmm. 60s right and it's never been done right yeah never i don't know how
1: many reboots there have been it has been terrible every. There's, only, there's time. only been three that I know of. You had the 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 one with, with M- M- Michael Chiklis as the thing, which I yep. think there was two of them because one one introduced Silver Surfer. Yep. And then there was the 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 remake of it, which was was okay. No, it was terrible.
0: Okay, it was terrible. <laughs> Sorry, I I'm a you know you know me man. I'm a big Marvel guy, yeah. and it was it was just bad. So they re- need, they need to redo the Fantastic Four. That's probably going to
1: be Phase Five. Yeah, I think so, uh, and I think you're right with the X Men. Maybe they don't, maybe they shouldn't redo it. But I think if they were able to connect the dots better and make those stories make a little more sense, it mm-hmm. might help with the overall scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have yet to see Dark Phoenix. I've heard nothing I have but not some bad things about it, so uh, that's why I'm kind of in no rush to see it. I have not seen but, it either. I haven't seen. I haven't even seen Apocalypse. Oh God! see um, that, that was the last one I saw, and that movie just didn't do it for me. I didn't like that movie at all yeah i I, I didn't I like know. it at all i I don't know, but anyway, that's what's going on in the world of movies and film and comics, but Johnny, you want to talk about some wrestling now, oh my God, do I ever i am I am behind uh obviously, I was away last week, so I was already already a week behind came back this week, watched Monday Night Raw on Monday. But then we have a storm and I missed everything else this week. I've, I've caught up on most of it. Uh, you know, I, I talk about it on my other show, new normal wrestling. Uh, but I got all of my information from where I usually get all my reports is that's from the wrestling observer and good old uncle Dave Meltzer. Dude. Uh,
0: come on, man. Hey
1: man. I, I just went on to go look at all the results to see what happened. again cause I wasn't gonna be able to go back and watch it all in time to record. But what are some things that you wanted to touch on from this week in wrestling? well, I, want to, I I want to touch on a couple things. First and
0: foremost, AEW still wins. I know a lot of our friends really like Impact. I uh, I can't really watch Impact. I think you know they, their TV deal
1: is not good, and Twitch the Twitch stream sucks most I can of the get, time. I can give you my login for Sling TV because I that's I illegal.
0: We cannot talk
1: about that on oh, the air. What oh, are no. you talking oh, no. about? Absolutely, oh, I, I think not. I just got a knock on the door from the FBI to come in uh, to take me away. Oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> what what are you thinking here?
0: Um, I you know, I, AEW knocked it out of the park again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, lots of great stuff. Um, I'm going to go backwards because going backwards is the best way to go. So first and mm-hmm. foremost, the last match of the night is Darby Allen versus John Moxley. Darby Allen comes out with a mask on of Moxley's face, trying to intimidate him. It was just—it <laughs> awesome. was an amazing match. Of course, Wardlow and MJF get involved, and it was just good. Darby Allen is really good, and Moxley's Moxley man. Um, this is so much better in her first match. I thought it was great. Uh, after that, um, <laughs> Big Swole you know, comes out. It was supposed to face Britt Baker, ends up facing Reba. Mm-hmm. the uh, or rebel whatever the hell her name is rebel, you yeah. know d- depending on what Britt baker wants to call her first of all Britt baker is amazing i love her mm-hmm. i love her character i love everything about her uh poor rebel though nothing really to talk about there now the thing i want to talk about the most and why aew knocked out of park this week is there was a debate between jericho and freshly squeezed orange Cassidy with a mystery guest moderator now you didn't watch this bones I do know what happened. Go ahead. So the special guest moderator is the one and only. The one and only Eric Bischoff. Love him or hate him. It's good to see him. Easy.
1: That was his first time back on TNT television in over 20 years. Yeah, it was like 20, 22 years. 22 years. Yeah, something like that. So obviously Orange Cassidy doesn't
0: talk until some reason – Bischoff asked them about global warming and then he goes on this rant, scientific mm-hmm. rant, which was great. Mm-hmm. Pisses Jericho off. even more and then finally Orange Cassidy talks and lands. One of the best promos I've ever heard. Yep. On, on, uh, on Jericho. It was amazing. It was amazing. Orange I was talking Cassidy about, was talking about
1: this with Wade. It's like Jericho. All right. Orange Cassidy was already over, mm-hmm. you know, he, he already got over as a character. Jericho helped him get over at, in their match at Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. But now in their next meeting, now Orange Cassidy needs to go over. He already got over, and now he needs to go over on Jericho. I think yeah, Cassidy, I what saying. Cassidy needs to get the win, I think, at this point. I have a feeling that Orange Cassidy is going to go over. Has
0: to. Right. Has to go over. Um you know, we'll see what happens. Uh rest rest of the night. Dark Order has a really good night. Um, I really do like the Dark Order. I think they're a great faction. It was weird in the beginning, but now it works out pretty good. Uh there was a 12 man tag match. Mm-hmm. That was insane. The, the elite AEW, versus Dark Order. AEW
1: loves their multi man tag matches.
0: But they work where they don't work in WWE. They work here, in my opinion. I mean, they don't, they're don't. they not clean, but they work. Right. Um, I love the whole th- story with, um, with Colt Cabana. Is he in? Is he out? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? Uh, I thought that was great. Of course, I love FTR on the elite side. Mm-hmm. I heard um, one
1: of them actually got injured in that match. One yes. of them tweaked their knee. I think it was Dax mm-hmm. tweaked his knee. I don't know if that means he's going to be out. As of now, I've seen no reports about that, but uh, hopefully he should because I think next week is FTR Appreciation Night. Or something. <laughs> hey, it might be. Yeah, like some kind of FTR tag team appreciation night, which I'm going to be tuning in for because, you know, yep. me being a legit tag team fan. Oh, tag stop team it. Ref, but, hey, you know, Dan's not here for me to, to bitch about that, and I don't want Karen to come out right now and uh, oh my god! It, so. Well,
0: let's talk about tag matches because Best Friends had a great match against Santana and Ortiz, man. Mm-hmm. Two great teams. Love it. Um, of course, we have MJF, and MJF, again, lands an amazing promo. Mm. the promos in AEW are far far superior to any other any other wrestling uh company
1: let let me get your hot take man moxley has now been on quite a run as the champion yeah i know he was off tv for a few weeks because of uh renee having covid and whatnot but now that he is back do you think mjf will be the one to dethrone moxley as the champion MJF has had quite a run also in tw- not even 2020. He's had quite the run since dynamite started since he joined AEW. I if think he does. I think out of everyone there. MJF has had probably one of the best runs with or without a title in the company overall as a character. Cause he, he gets himself over no matter what. And so he's here's the the thing. Ring. if he goes over, it's going to be dirty.
0: Mm-hmm. because that's MJF's character. I think it might be Darbin, uh, Darbin, Darby who takes it, and then it's MJF Darby. Okay. Darby has proven himself he can work with um, with Moxley. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that MJF can't, because he absolutely can. Right. But I think we're going to see a match between, obviously, Moxley and MJF. If he goes over, it'll be dirty if he doesn't. Darby wins it, then it's MJF Darby. Moxley goes on to fight the Dark Order or something. Mm-hmm. Um, one last thing I want to touch on with AEW is the ring, in-ring debut of one Matt Cardona in a tag match with Cody versus uh, some of the members of the Dark Order, Reynolds and Silver. Another great match. Uh, again, of course, Cardona wins. He's going to win in his opener.
1: That's just it, the way Because it he's always ready.
0: <sighs> always ready. I'm sorry, fam. I cannot stop yawning this morning. This is what happens when we record first thing in the morning. I know, man. I know. I can't. Now, NXT, of course, also uh, added a park. There's only a few things I want to touch about here. Um, You know, you have Dakota Kai versus Rhea Ripley. I'm getting a little sick of them. You know, Um, I do like Bronson Reed. He's going to be great in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on Rich Holland. Did you touch on Rich Holland with, with nothing yes. to wrestle with?
1: I was, I'm very much into this guy. I want to see more of him. I like his look. I love his entrance music. Uh, and we're going to get to see him again next week now, because I'm sure you heard, you know, Dexter yes. Loomis is now out of the ladder match. Which
0: is so sad. Listen, I'm, I'm, my dream is one day to see Wyatt versus Dexter Loomis. Ooh. I love Dexter Loomis, and if you go watch his
1: stuff in in the Indies, mm-hmm. the dude can move. He's awesome. Wyatt and Loomis—that's talk about a psychological match right there. They're going to stare at each
0: eyes. other for twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, and it's going it. to be intense. That's going to be the match. That's crazy, man.
0: Um, I, I you know uh, Ridge doesn't really do a lot for me yet. I want to see more of his work.
1: I mm-hmm. am so so high on Oni Larkin. I always oh, will yeah. be. Dude, Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin is one of the NXT OGs, man. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad we've gotten to see him on TV a lot more. I know he had a good run with him and Danny Birch. Uh, Danny Birch got laid out last week. If you saw yep. that that segment with the uh, Kross, Cross, he'll be facing Karrion Cross next week on NXT. Uh, Oni Lorkin, man, deserves a lot. I mean, it sucks that he's on 205 Live. Mm-hmm. You know, Oni Lorkin can make his way over to like a SmackDown and be really good. Yep. Over there, putting it, put it. I want to see Only Lorkin versus Cesaro. Ooh, like that's a match I want to see. Ooh, ooh, that'd be
0: good. That'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things I want to see, I want to see Cameron Grimes actually explain what his character is. Is he a swamp rocker from the seventies? Right. Is he a carpetbagger after a
1: civil war? Is he exactly. supposed to be on the show Bootleggers? Yeah, like what is up with the top hat? What is the significance of the top hat? And why did he? Who? Someone stole his top hat a few weeks back. I forget who it was. And nothing Nick. happened with that. Yeah, did it? He. They had a match. He wanted. He took his hat back. <laughs> I. I don't know. That's that's very that's very mid eighties wrestling. That, right. That's, that's very exactly
0: what it is. Um, the last thing I want to talk about at NXT is the whole thing with Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, the, and the undisputed era, that that whole
1: you're work, shaking your head already, bro. That that whole work shoot, like whatever. You know, I'm looking at it this way. This is this is NXT's way of getting some kind of mainstream draw uh, over to uh, as they lead up to Takeover Thirty. Whether it's a work, whether it's a shoot, I'm not going to say which one it may or may not be. All I know is it seems friggin' real because. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look, go back to when Adam Cole was on Pat McAfee's show. That Adam Cole was fucking pissed, man. Yeah, like, that was legit raw emotion. And I don't care. It, look, if this is a work, they're both doing a, a great job. That's McAfee and Cole doing a great yeah. job of of acting the part. Even when McAfee showed up on NXT, you mean. Maybe it was a shoot, and Triple H is like, "Wait a second, I see, I see dollar signs. We could do something more with this." Cole, you hate McAfee. We're gonna bring him on NXT, and you're gonna hate him even more. But dude, McAfee punted the shit out of Cole. Did you see that at the end of NXT? What a friggin' kick he got! That that's right there why he was like the Pro Bowl punter of for two years in a row, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, but, great, great football player.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I'm interested in this. Yeah, I'm interested in this because I'm not going to lie to you, McAfee can McAfee can talk, man. Yeah, he can. He's a good talker. What he did on what he did on um what he did on commentary Mm -hmm. on Tuesday uh, night was fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I'm I'm interested to see
1: where this goes. I, I I wonder if Pat McAfee has been training. Right. I think if if they're looking to have put him in the ring with Cole so soon, like this weekend, as in we're recording this on Friday, as in tomorrow, because isn't tomorrow take over 30? That's a great question. The eighth. Maybe I could be wrong with my dates on that, but it, he has to have been training. No, oh. Saturday, August 22nd. Oh, so not for a few more. Okay. So not for a few more weeks. Okay. I yeah, mean, they what, have to build this. That's what well, NXT, NXT actually builds things. Right. <laughs> all, all he has to do is learn how to take a few bumps, learn how to do a clothesline, maybe a body slam and a suplex and let Adam Cole carry McAfee through a match. Yep. Which I, this, ain't, this isn't going to be no, no 12 minute or more match. It's not going to be a psychological, technical match. It's going to be just two people brawling with each other. Well, listen, if Gronk can learn how to do it and then take a dive off the stage. Mm-hmm. Right. Then McAfee, can, McAfee do it. can do it. Yeah, Yep. I think so. I don't know. I, I, so. I just hope that there's a good this is this was the big thing that Wade and I spoke about on NNW this week is what's the payoff? I want to know what the payoff's going to be of of this feud, because even Wade brought it up. This is actually long term storytelling because back when McAfee first started commentating him and Cole have had beef since day one. Yep. You know, ever since. um what was it? It was McAfee and Sam Roberts doing the the kickoff shows for the takeovers, Yep. and shit. So this is long term storytelling. You normally don't don't see that happening with an outside personality or or, or someone on commentary. But so I appreciate the long term storytelling. I just want to know what the payoff's going to be. I don't want the payoff to be this as Adam Cole and or the Undisputed Errors swan song as they leave nxt and go to the main roster i don't want that to be it i do not want them to leave nxt no i'm selfish i was telling wait i don't want ue on raw or smackdown it's going to destroy them yeah and then a year from now they're all released and yeah i did have a hot take on that but if you want to hear my hot take on that you got to listen to episode 17 of new normal wrestling. Yeah, on, 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 on there floor. it is. I had to throw that plug in. Cause I have a, a really good hot take that kind of popped in my head as I was recording this the other day. So listen to the episode to hear the hot take on it. But, um, yeah, man, r- r- a lot has happened in the past two weeks of wrestling. I, I definitely picked a wrong week to go on vacation because I missed a lot last week. Uh, but even a lot this week has happened. You know, I can't wait to get back into it. Um, and, dude, have you had a chance to watch Impact Slammiversary yet from a few weeks back? I have not. I, you know, I, I just – this is going to
0: sound bad, but I only have so much time to watch wrestling. And while I have watched a little bit of Impact, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of great wrestlers on there, you know, Motor City Machine Guns are back. Yep. Jordan Grace is going to be the top women's wrestler in the world.
1: Eventually, um, but she has to she has to dethrone Diana Perazzo, who's the current knockouts champion. Who Diana Perazzo is amazing, cool. and I don't care what any of you say. I love Katie Forbes. Oh um, don't don't roll your eyes. What a waste. Her Instagram is fun. That's about it. That's that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> God, um,
0: I, I just I don't have time for everything. Like I want to watch that. I want to watch. I want to watch AAA, you know, on the internet. I want to watch everything. Right. I have to, I don't even watch Raw or SmackDown much anymore. Mm -hmm. I watch AWNXT, NXT. And when I can, I'll I'll turn on some impact if I can. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's only until NWA comes back. Because the NWA is fantastic. Even though they've lost, you know, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Eddie Eddie Kingston. Kingston. Yep. And there there are a few others that have left as as
1: well. But Mm -hmm. I think NWA is letting them go because they don't know when they're going to come back. Right. And I think Stu Bennett, uh, formerly known as Wade Barrett, a few weeks back was on an interview and he even said he doesn't it doesn't seem likely that we're going to see N.W.A. again in 2020. Which is a shame because they were doing so well. Yeah. But they have a lot of rebuilding to do, you know, especially after Dave Lagana stepped down after the speaking out movement and they got to they got to restructure their executive office. Yep. They have to start from scratch again. But you know what? With the mind of Billy Corgan, Billy Corgan will not let N.W.A. die and N.W.A. will be back stronger than ever.
0: I agree yeah
1: i agree so I, I just hope that i hope they come back because yeah. it was just wrestling it was great wrestling i look i looked forward to that i probably watch that one hour of wrestling every week more than i watched anything else
0: and i just because you know i just need to put this out there uh ricky starks will be wwe champion in the next five years
1: wwe champion or aew champion he's going to be aew champion but he's going to get poached and he's going to be WWE champion Mm -hmm. in five years. Ricky Starks is definitely the future of wrestling. And also Ricky Starks has the best entrance music out of any wrestler Mm -hmm. in 2020. Ricky Starks, he has it. He has the it factor. He's great in the ring. He's great on the mic. He has the charisma. He has the look. He has the image. And And I think teaming him up with Brian Cage and taz was a very smart idea very very
0: smart idea they are great heels together you have Mm -hmm. you have the flyer and you have the the muscle literally literally brian cage is is he's a scary man yep i heard
1: he's very nice Mm -hmm. but he's a scary looking dude yeah man so make sure though johnny you you set your 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 dvrs to uh Catch AEW the next few weeks. Next week it will be back on Wednesday, but the next three weeks following that, Saturdays, it's going to be on Saturday, and then then the following two Thursdays because of the NBA playoffs. So it's going to be Saturday, the twenty second, which is going to be going head to head for one hour with Takeover Thirty, yep. and then the two weeks following that is going to be on Thursday nights at I think six p.m. I, I might have the time incorrect, but it'll be on three different days for the final three weeks. It's the like back in the day. August. Do you remember back in the day when Raw wasn't on because of the Westminster dog show? Yep. Yes.
0: The dog show. That's right. And you'd yep. always forget what weeks you turn on. and be like, son of a bitch. Oh, wait a yep. minute. These dogs are awesome. Yep. And then you get start
1: watching the dog show anyway. Yeah. You watch the dog show and you're like, the fuck am I watching? Yep. yep. Exactly. Oh, man. So awesome, man. Hey, great show. Anything else you want to touch on before we uh, say good night or good morning to the fam? Yeah, you're a little bitch when it comes to tag teams. Well, I'm going to save my my remarks on that for Dan to come back. Yeah, this is a uh, long-term story building. Yeah, because I did not uh, appreciate the fact that you referred to me as a Karen, and I have oh. uh, some thoughts about tag team wrestling. So you caught that at the end of the show. Oh, yeah, I caught that. I caught oh, that. Yikes. I thought I stopped recording. <clears throat> nope, no, no. You, uh, you made sure you were... You were still recording. You wanted me to hear that subliminal message. I got that subliminal message because I'm back, bitch. Just wait and see what happens. Wait. I cannot wait to have this debate with Dan and you about tag team wrestling and what team ups are. But we're not going to get into that today. So, fam, if you've enjoyed the show, please be sure to show your support and check us out on social media at PC Collective Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Also be sure to support the network, the fourth wall pop network on Twitter at fourth wall pop and on Instagram at the fourth wall pop network. Please follow me on Twitter at JC bones on Instagram at JC bones and EMG underscore bones. I have two separate uh, Instagram accounts right now. One for all elegant music group and then everything else for all of my daily life pro wrestling uh, the podcast network and any other musical ventures at JC Bones. Johnny, please tell the fam where they can find you. You can find me only on Instagram at Getting Grilled
0: Podcast. That's, That's it. it.
1: Nice and easy. No Twitter. Be sure, be sure to check out Getting Grilled Podcast on Instagram. Check out Getting Grilled from this past week exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. It was a great episode, demystifying Freemasonry with two of John's great friends. It was an awesome, awesome episode. It was a great listen. I highly recommend it. Uh, Man, I can't wait to have Andrew and Kevin back. We're going to do a whiskey tasting episode, but uh, obviously I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. that. I'm looking forward to that as well. Nice. Uh, don't follow Dan Haas on any Ooh, social media because uh-uh. he is the biggest clown of all the clowns. Oh, God. Uh, don't, don't go watch his hiking videos or hiking photos on his instagram i'm getting caught in the middle of this but hopefully dan will be back next week as i have a bone to pick with him but until then thank you fam for tuning in and this is the pop culture collective signing out we will see you all next week